Neither of us can talk about anything we're doing. Nope. We sure can't. As you can maybe tell if you are a regular listener of the show, hasn't been an episode for a few weeks, and that's because we've both been doing quite a lot, but we can't oh. tell you about it. <laughs> There's that. You've also just been in all around the world doing stuff that you can't talk about. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been in Santa Fe, so that was a thing, uh, but... I can't tell you why. So, by well, uh, soon. No, no singing, man. Oh. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's start with. We looked at the news. There was nothing there we wanted to nope. talk about, and then you just said Microsoft is not going to exist in ten years, and that's interesting. <laughs> that's so kind let's... of a bit more extreme than than what I was talking about. So I was I've been playing God of War over the last few days. I dusted off the old PS4 accepted that it was going to make a ton of noise because i really wanted to find out why people were so excited about god of war never played a god of war game before so i was like you know what i'm gonna do it it looks cool like it looks nice so i started to play it and it is a damn fine video game is beautiful the i like the few npcs i've stumbled across like some of them like i actively look forward to seeing them again because they're just fun characters and so well written beautifully rendered sony's been crushing it with the production values yes and this is a thing that made me lament because i as i said dust off the ps4 i mainly use the xbox one uh i kind of just like the interface of the xbox one more i like yeah I've, I've, I don't know. It's this weird, like, brand loyalty that I have for no good reason, thanks to... Well, for me, it's like, I got my HBO Go there. There's All one my stuff's there. My entertainment be, stuff's yeah. there. That's very true. Yeah, basically. Like, it, it's because I use it for everything else. And to be fair, I don't play console games really much at all. I use... I play PC with a controller most of the time. But I'll say, Sony... Like, I can see why... Sony is releasing a trailer of what they're going to teasing what they're going to tease at e3 like sony's got production <laughs> yeah up the the uh you know the politically correct orifice right now they do the, the <laughs> politically correct orifice uh, i, I enjoy the that. nose yeah they're up the nose up the with the nose. production the wazoo as i think people in north america might say and yeah it's a thing that i sitting there playing god of war it suddenly made me think man i haven't played anything like this on the xbox one like at all (laughs) since it came out like i've played nothing that feels like it's this level of a company has gone let's put millions of dollars into making this the most crafted experience that we can well the thing is in the industry the conversation for the last while has been don't make highly crafted single playthrough experiences because the return you get versus the amount of money you have to make spend on them is just not the same right uh the people are like get make your highly replayable games multiplayer games shooters things like that because for a smaller investment, you can get a massive return. And to be fair, like, God of War is fantastic, but it's not going to make the kind of returns that, like, a PUBG, a Fortnite, and so forth are going to get, right? Mm. No, I agree. And this is, again, what got me thinking about, like, like I said, the, the PlayStation, I have, I've been sitting on the PlayStation for a while, just because it makes so much goddamn noise. Um, 
and I refuse to buy another one. I'm like, I'm not buying another goddamn PlayStation. So I just sort of would leave it. And the Xbox would be my one for the third party games that are on both consoles. But then there's like Yakuza 0 that I played that was super good. And I've never played an Uncharted game, but apparently these games are amazing. And I really should. They're all on the PlayStation 4. I've, I even got the most recent one for free when I got the PlayStation 4. Yeah, they are man naughty dog always pushes it i have to i have to play them for like homework mm, yeah <laughs> if you're gonna be an animator of the industry you have to see what naughty dog is doing um and they're sony's made it very clear like it's not a secret that they are when everybody else in the industry said we're not making single player you know highly crafted one playthrough experiences anymore sony just screamed from the rooftops oh but we will we will that'll be what we do this is our thing now this is us yeah and they're they're still doing it right like I, their e3 this year is going to be incredibly highly polished mm-hmm. uh experiences just like this yeah you've um, got what I know, I know they've announced they're doing the spider-man game there's the last of us 2 and a few other things sucker punch is doing like that that samurai game oh yeah that thing yeah yeah that that's one of their tentpole games at this year's e3 i haven't had anything from microsoft in terms of what they're doing at e3 which is unusual because they normally like most companies normally seem to want to spoil everything before the leaks come out so <laughs> you kind of like so where are the things but i think the only thing i've seen is like a controller that maybe got leaked which is going to be good for people uh who can't use a, a standard controller and i was like all right cool uh but it's weird because this thing got me thinking about microsoft and the xbox and kind of the way microsoft are positioning themselves as a company lately like outside of xbox itself so i mean there's looking at xbox microsoft games a, a lot of the thing people talked about so no particularly exciting exclusives and the ones that they do have are on pc as well which is always a point that people will bring up and say well why would i buy an xbox like if i have a yeah. pc already there's literally for, no reason for me to get one when I can sit and play Forza on my PC. For a while there, it felt like Microsoft was leaning hard into the Windows Store cross-play between Xbox and Windows Store thing. Mm. The idea that you can buy a game on one... Like, if you buy something on the PS4 and you want to play it later on your PC, you got to buy it again. Whereas yeah. Microsoft was... They, they were trying to push people towards their storefront, but that didn't take... It doesn't uh, because feel like Steam it. is, like... There's a handful of people in the market that could take down Steam. Yeah. And I don't think Microsoft is one of them. I don't, but but it is interesting that they were doing that, and they still are. Anything that is an exclusive... Like, uh, State of Decay 2 is coming out like, in a few days, actually, at the time of recording. And that's also coming out on PC, like, same day. Um, mm-hmm. It's exclusive to Xbox and Windows PCs, is all of their exclusive games now, which is interesting but they're allowed to be on steam right i assume i assume they are i've never looked because <laughs> i think i think like gigantic was a game that was uh yes only, on, on like, the store to the windows store only time i opened and the for, windows store <laughs> see this is this is the problem i think if you're gonna have um so multiplayer games will only be successful if you have a critical mass of users mm-hmm obviously right like if that's the point if yeah. you don't get enough people in there then the queue times are too long it's terrible so multiplayer games are good if you have an established storefront or something like that mm. 
But if you're going to try to spin up a new store, I think you'd actually want to lean into single player games, which seems to be what they're not interested in, right? Yeah, which I think... is a shame. I mean, we saw that happen with Boss Key recently. I don't think we have too much to add to that. Boss Key, obviously, um, closed down. But I, don't, I don't know what this is to do with Boss Key. Boss Key... Oh, no, uh, you were talking about multiplayer games needing a critical mass. In my head, oh, I was connecting yeah, yeah. that with Lawbreakers not doing very well, because though it was fun, yeah. every time I logged in, there was no one playing it. There was. It's crazy, because there was this glut of... Uh, character shooters that all came out at the same time and then none. Yep. <laughs> like, and it, you know you can't just sit on a game for a year or two. But like, holy crap! If some of, if they just staggered those releases a bit, you can't. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. You'll never know. No. The market timing. It's impossible. But yeah, it's it sucks that what happened to Bosky. It does. But I think everybody. Yeah, it sounds like some people were being rude to Cliffy B on Twitter or something. Oh really? Which sucks. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't think this is what he you was... wanted. <laughs> nah, I think, well, he had a nostalgic moment where he was um, showing some of the other games they were pitching yes, publishers that didn't get that. picked up. Yeah. And people were like, here's why I didn't get picked up. And it's like, shut oh. up, asshole. Like, I think because... <laughs> like, you'd know. <laughs> like, I've... Ugh, like, I've done this pitching the publishers thing and getting jerked around and, like, the... Uh, they don't really want... Uh, oh, man. It's difficult. Like, it's like... I I saw uh, I've, I've Dan Lowe, I want to say um, yeah on Twitter saying like how fucking difficult it is just to even release a game <laughs> like how crazy oh, an anomaly that actually is to actually get a finished product out the door yeah and pitching to publishers is like a whole other thing like every public it's not like there's a formula like publishers no. want xyz yeah. no each publisher has their own agenda their own thing you have to fit within the portfolio of games that they have mm-hmm. they've got their own like i was i was talking to a very <laughs> I was talking to a very respectable publisher about a game and uh what we thought of it and that publisher was like yeah, nobody internally is interested in that game because honestly, it looks a lot like Fortnite, and that's clearly a failure. <laughs> and you said this back, like before. To be fair, before there was the battle royale, but Fortnite was still not a failure. No, it was and never just, a failure. No, I just look at Forest. We don't even know what to say because we're like, that's objectively false. But this major publisher totally believes this. Oh my god! And there's we... nothing we can say. Yeah, it's like, oh fuck. Can we briefly just touch on. Again, that I have not seen a game be as big as Fortnite currently is since Pokemon Go. Like, in terms of it being in the zeitgeist. Crazy. Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay. Conspiracy theory time. Do it. I love Gwen's conspiracies. (laughs) There was a lot of speculation about why Valve shut down Steam Spy. Mm -hmm. Fortnite did so well. Like, more concurrent users than obviously PUBG by quite a bit right yes. like double as many concurrent users i think they're in like the three point some mil it's insane. concurrent users yeah. so shit tons of concurrent users so many that other multiplayer games have felt it and this has been known right like yeah. people have been posting how other multiplayer games no people we've literally drained the market to the point where i think it actually hit dota 2 pretty hard and Wouldn't be i surprised think when you look at those charts about sales that come out of steam spy and stuff they always clip dota 2 because it just it skews things dota 2 is at any given time about a quarter of the players in steam are playing it 
at any given time. Like Dota Two is a huge source of revenue for Valve. Yeah. I mean, I I'm I can't really like I'm not in a position to guess, but we're talking like it's a huge amount of revenue for Valve. And uh, when you consider that, and you consider that um, Epic has now managed to get several million users mm-hmm. to use their their launcher. Yeah. Um, and what, earlier when I said there's a handful of people that could take down Steam if they really put their mind to it. Right. One of those yeah. people is Epic. Right now? Like, yeah. Like, at the moment, with the have, amount of people that have it. They have the launcher. They have games. They have... The abil- they know developers. They have the contacts. Yeah, they're, they have they're the engine. Loved. Yeah. <laughs> they're more loved by most developers than Valve is these days. Um, so the fact that the guy that makes Steam Spy is head of, you know, marketing at Epic. Yeah, I can see exactly why Valve would shut that down right before people realized how hard Dota mm. 2 sales are getting hit. Right when people realized how many concurrent users Epic has. Like, this makes sense to me from a competitive standpoint. That does make um, sense. That, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I, I I think a lot of people said that Valve did this to conform with, like, the, the EU thing, GDPR yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the, the I get lots of emails thing saying, we've changed our pro... I'm like, I know. I get it. You've changed your <laughs> I don't, price. I don't get these emails. No, I do. I just... Everything you've signed up to with an email address is currently sending you emails informing you that they've changed their privacy policy. In order to keep receiving their emails, you have to click this thing. And honestly, okay. it's quite a good clear out of my inbox. I'm like, no, good. I don't want your emails anymore. <laughs> Even if I click unsubscribe, it seems to do nothing. Also, Yo, let's, Gmail, let's back up. you redesign Gmail, put a subscribe button in, like unsubscribe button in there. That functionality right. exists. It's You're can... heated and like about Sorry. half the audience has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I know. Because most of if you're in America, you don't know or and you're not like a developer dealing with this, you don't know about it. No. But Sorry. there's like a new No, that's okay. Do you want to explain it? Yeah, so in the wake of Facebook data stuff and all that craziness that happened recently that I probably don't need to explain to people. Cambridge Analytica, which is the term you probably heard about 5,000 times over the last month. Um, Nobody in America knows or cares what goes on in Europe. <laughs> well, the, this wasn't in Europe. This was America, yeah, this the is, whole Cambridge Analytica thing. True. This was the, yeah. the election with Trump. There was a big part of that. <laughs> uh, a lot of the data that was collected in uh, a... It was like a survey that was like, oh, hey, find out some bullshit on Facebook. That data was used to access the data of all of your contacts to gather data for election profiling for the, what was it, 2016 election? Yeah. Uh, and now Europe's 20- gotten all mad about it. And yes. They need some uh, new passed- laws about how you can't collect analytics anymore, right? Uh-huh. So there's a whole new heap of... Pro- I don't know all the ins and outs, but I know that it's basically them tightening up what and setting in stone laws as to what can and cannot be collected, how they can be collected, and what uh, information the company needs to give to you about what they are collecting. So So what this means is for a lot of developers, we tend to collect analytics just to see, like, when did somebody stop playing? Yeah. Did they get bored? Like, oh, about half of our users get bored right here and stop playing. We should fix that. Whereas now... And that's kind of how it starts. And then maybe we collect more and more data about people. And so now 
a lot of game developers have to read up on this and figure out what what these laws mean for yes. the games that we've launched and go back and fix our old games to not you know be on the wrong side of the law and shit so there was a lot of speculation that what valve was doing was to conform with these new laws probably a part but I of think it maybe i think the um sergey came out on twitter and said this has nothing to do with that oh He's shit been, like kind of proved it oh like this they still don't con like the things they fixed quote unquote have don't make them comply with gdpr and have nothing to do with it so and i kind of believe him i think it's i actually think this is like this is an epic thing I, th- I think mommy and daddy are fighting. I think Epic and <laughs> Valve are... I mean, they're they're competitors in the marketplace, yeah. right? Like, this isn't... Maybe I mean, Epic... Steam Spy have, is not yeah. good for Valve. No! In, it doesn't help I mean, them. It doesn't hurt them. It gives them but it doesn't help goodwill. them. I mean, in a way, it helps in that, like, developers can make more informed decisions about what they make, and if they're making games people want, then that's good for everybody, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's... And it gives you a lot of goodwill with developers that yeah. this exists. They're definitely getting a lot of, like, indies are pretty upset that Steam Spy got shut down. Yeah. Like, in the indie community, we're real bummed about I it. I can imagine. Because it seems it, Valve don't offer that level of information to people. Exactly. And so this is for a lot of indies are upset. But when you look at, like, the bottom line, how much money we make Valve um, <laughs> versus... It's quite a bit. Yeah, like all everything in the everything with the indie tag probably doesn't amount to the amount of money they get off of just Dota. Yeah. And when you consider especially the other thing to consider here is how much Fortnite ate PUBG's lunch. Oh god, because yeah. When Fortnite made their battle royale mode, they sucked the oxygen out of a lot of multiplayer games. The biggest one being PUBG, right? Yeah. Like most people went straight from a to b that PUBG felt like a one or the other kind of situation for a lot of people yeah i mean i will say and this is just anecdotally in my experience it is taking longer for me to get games in overwatch i mean overwatch is two years old in like a few weeks but mm-hmm. still i noticed it i was sat there and i was like man it is not as quick and it is within this span of Fortnite being the biggest game in the world ever yeah i mean it's so what's happened here i mean when when people stop playing PUBG, uh that stops people stop using steam people stop putting money into the steam ecosystem mm-hmm. i don't know exactly how PUBG was monetized because i'm a terrible developer you, you bought it you actually you had to you bought it and you physically it and you buy the game it. and there were there, there's also uh loot boxes in it yeah it's got one fucking weird loot so, box system that annoys me but that's a side point anyway go on yeah, so like, there's no. This directly hurts the revenue that Steam was getting. Yeah. In, in across the board, and to somebody that, like, I'm not kidding when I say I think Epic does have the ability if they really wanted to, and the money. I mean, they're mostly owned by Tencent. We've talked about Tencent before. We have. The the primary stakeholder there is Tencent. Another huge problem that Valve has is China. I mean, Valve's relationship with the Chinese government is extremely tenuous. Technically, they're kind of operating illegally within China, and at any time, the Chinese government true. can shut them down. Yeah, I've been back when I was talking to different. We, we were talking to different publishers and people about how, like maybe a strategic investment, you know, from like a Chinese company. We were talking to different things. 
Um, and uh, the second that happened, I, I got the attention of different people. How do I put this delicately? If... I Tencent has the ability to remove steam and valve from China. Yeah, I imagine they do. They are a fucking and, huge company. Yeah, and with the ear of the Chinese government. Yeah. And Valve doesn't isn't quite maybe playing by the rules there yet and does like Valve is nothing they compared to Tencent as far as money goes, God, as no. far as influence goes. We looked China at that. It was the it was the, an insane amount of money. Yes, and China is the biggest market in the world. Turns out, it, t- it turns out they're one of the biggest markets in the world. Just fucking even President Trump has now bowed the knee to uh, China. If you saw that over <laughs> the last couple of days, <laughs> this isn't news. Uh, like chi- especially in, in games, China is huge. Mm. So the fact that epic which is primarily owned by tencent which could fucking swat valve of china with like nothing and has the infrastructure to do it and has a storefront to do it in china i I just see to me this seems really obvious that like i they're one of the few companies i think could that could in five or ten years be the new way that we get online games digital distribution it will make sense i mean it's like you say right now that's that sounds right like <laughs> laying it out it's like shit how would they compete that's kind of a conspiracy theory though and it i know is, like but you know the people i know that are working there are like heads down on fortnite it's all hands on deck oh, fortnite. fuck yeah because people are living for that game at the moment like i said it's yeah. it, i have not seen something this big in the cultural zeitgeist since pokemon go and unlike yeah. pokemon go this has quite a lot to do like <laughs> like it feels like the novelty isn't going to wear off quite as quickly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like know. I. I don't. I don't understand anything in the world. But like, <laughs> like I don't just know broadly. why certain things hit and certain things don't. Like I just don't get it. Um, but yeah, Fortnite is so hot right now, and everybody is so all. From what I understand, Epic is very. Uh, like everyone, they stopped Paragon. They released the Paragon assets for free. Yeah. Because that was like a write-off, right? Yeah, like, they were just done with that, apparently. Uh, uh, just because, like, Fortnite is so huge and they literally need all their staff on Fortnite. Yeah. Madness. And I, I don't... If they... Taking down... Like, putting up a storefront that competes with Steam would require a sh- shit ton of work. So, like, I don't think this is something that could ever happen overnight. It's just, like, this is my, my fantasy, my dream. Yeah. My... What I want to think about. It's like when that nerds, could happen. When this stuff excites us. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, this is what, what, when I was talking about Microsoft earlier, it's the same kind of thinking for me. Like, so Microsoft recently had, uh, I forget the name of their big town hall thing they did recently. They did it at the same time as Google I.O., so it kind of got a little lost in the shuffle. This is moving into the consumer tech world, mm-hmm. like away from games a little bit but it ties in so they announced uh that if you're making a consumer app so not games but if you're making a consumer app and you release it on the windows store they will give you 85 percent of the revenue and if you put a deep link on your website which i believe might just be a thing that goes directly to the microsoft store when you click buy they will give you 95 percent of the profit for using the microsoft store 
which is quite a lot in comparison to everyone else. They are very much pushing the using the Microsoft Store, but they are also, interestingly, pushing... Because they've given up on, like, uh, Windows Phone. Which is a shame. Because there was a lot of interesting stuff that Microsoft were doing with Windows Phones, but they just didn't. They've, they didn't do it. I, yeah. I honestly think Microsoft does a lot of awesome shit and has no good marketing whatsoever. It's Well, here's the interesting thing. It's where I think they're pivoting. Not completely, but they f- with the sort of stuff they are releasing and the sort of stuff they're doing, they feel, to me... More like Intel than, say, Apple or Google or Sony or anyone. They feel like they're ma- it feels like they're going they're making like middleware almost. Like they're going back to going like, okay, well, let's make the thing that works with everything else. Like they're now making their uh, whatever Outlook. They're doing a lot of stuff so it integrates with iOS, so it integrates with Android, so you can have the iMessages kind of experience on your Windows PC, which is interesting. It was like, oh, that's interesting. They're kind of going down this, okay, well, let's just make our shit work with everyone, which I feel, I feel ties in with the Xbox. I can see how that strategy is kind of leaking into the Xbox and how that's going to... In my opinion, like, I, I, I don't see Microsoft having an Xbox in, like, five years' time. I, I don't know. Because... Like, you don't think... You're saying they're not going to make another console? I don't know. I don't see... Because it doesn't feel like... Like, Sony, I still get that feeling that they're like, yeah, let's push out these big fucking games and you can only get it on our box and that's the, the way it works. Whereas everything Microsoft seems to be doing is like, well, you can, you can get our shit anywhere. And they also seem to be making less shit. Like, I don't know what the big Microsoft Studio things even are anymore. Like, I feel they might... I don't know. Maybe they will make another Xbox or they'll just stick with what they've got with the One X, which is an odd machine. But it feels like the way the company's going is away from the model of you buy the Microsoft thing. They're obviously still supporting Windows, but Windows is in everything. So that that's always... It's always been yeah. the way. Well, I mean, that's that's also true. Like, MGS has always been the redheaded stepchild of Microsoft, right? Like, yeah. to the point where they've thought about spinning it off before. Like, their games division is just, like, this little cute afterthought. It kind of feels like it, right? Like, um, and more they, and more. They get most, enterprise software is where they get most of their money, right? Yeah. And, and, and this is the thing, like, with consumer apps, and they just released a trailer for their new whiteboard thing looks fucking amazing the surface something i forget the name of it but it's business orientated which seems to be where a lot of their stuff is going between business stuff and middleware seems to be where they're focusing and shifting their attention which is why i draw the comparison to intel more than apple or google who are focusing on here's our ecosystem getting it they seem to be okay we're not the ecosystem let's be the one that you can use with all the ecosystems yeah it's hard to say oh i, I, I think don't we'll know. know more i think we'll know more after e3 i think that microsoft has always had a focus on that maybe you're just perceiving it because maybe. the lack of noise coming from mgs is uh in that void you're hearing the other stuff they're saying which is more about their enterprise this software. is very true they've always, they've always talked about their their other software i think um 
I guess, I like you know. say, the lack I of noise. Are... Oh, no, go ahead. It might be that they're, maybe they're holding stuff tight to their chest maybe. for E3. Maybe. Maybe HoloLens? Yeah. Like, like, is it yet the year? Like, it feels like that was announced a while ago. It was, and th- they had business things that they showed off at their most recent thing that included HoloLens. That was some pretty cool stuff. Like, they had some cool little meeting-y things <laughs> you could do with it all, and it was like, huh, that's cool. Uh, but I don't... Again, it could just be that they are actually holding announcements until E3, which is contrary to what generally happens, but... I don't know, man. That's not necessarily the worst idea either, because, like, if Sony's dripping out all this content by the time they actually release it at E3, I think Sony's figured out that most of us these days just want, like, a GIF or, like, a one-minute trailer, (laughs) and Sony's just, like... Got loads of those. And that's how they're going to stay in the press, by constantly releasing trailers. Mm-hmm. Which I think is an extremely effective strategy if they've got the money to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think Microsoft is maybe not making a lot of sexy trailers, but is, like, hopefully they just want to have one big announcement at E3 that is, like... Something. HoloLens. Here's all the stuff for the HoloLens kind of thing. Maybe. I don't Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know if the HoloLens is the thing that's going to get me... I don't know they're not talking to me specifically, <laughs> but I don't know as the HoloLens is the thing. Like, I, I currently see what feels like a lack of, and, and a sensible lack due to the way, as we've discussed, that the business of video games is going, but a lack of investment in those sort of big titles that are going to make those big announcements at an E3. Because, yeah, like, I mean, Sony are going to throw out Death Stranding, like, whatever that's going to be, and, like you say, the, the Last of Us 2. And those make for those big things, you go, oh, wow, these will sell loads. And dreams. And, yeah, that kind of I stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm just way more excited. Like, not as a gamer, but as a developer, just dreams seems like a really interesting Does, right? proposition. We talked about that before, but that, that uh, like... And again... Sony are doing a lot more of this. They're doing a lot more things that are actually making me excited for stuff. And I had definitely <laughs> noticed that as someone who was like, no, I'm sticking with Xbox, I was getting less and less excited about any video games at all. Because I wasn't You're paying concerned. attention to Sony and I was just like, oh, cool. Yeah, there. Uh, it's possible Microsoft is not leaning into the exclusives. Who knows? It, it is shaping up to be a pretty quiet year so far. Like a weirdly quiet uh, winter this winter. Yeah, so far. I mean, again, E3 hasn't happened yet. We don't know. Yeah. There could be fucking all sorts of madness. And there's the other part. Like, there's all the other companies that are like Square Enix are doing a conference again. Ubisoft are obviously going to do one. I think uh, Thingy... Uh, doom people uh i can't remember that id name. id no uh god the people that publish them bethesda bethesda are, uh. <laughs> bethesda are doing a conference again so yeah devolver digital are doing another one whether they're actually announcing anything i don't know but um <laughs> they're yeah, doing but- another conference so there's going to be a bunch I mean, of stuff sony and microsoft are different from the others because they don't everyone else you mentioned is just a publisher yeah all they they live and die only by their games this is true so and it's possible that Microsoft doesn't have any exclusives, but does have some other thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with like Nintendo, 
they've the they've got their Nintendo went off on a fucking different path. They're somewhere else. To- like I don't even include so- them in that conversation anymore. I know. Like yeah, but I mean, Sony Sony plays as a publisher, and they have a console, but yeah. they still like. Their main thing is exclusives. Yeah. It's possible that Microsoft isn't about making exclusives. Maybe they got something else up their sleeve. I don't know. We can't know know. yet. No. Uh, Did you see there was some sort of leaked... How true any of this shit is, who knows. But something that was apparently leaked from an EA conference call that said something like Sony have 70% of the market in comparison to Microsoft in terms of install base of the PS4. Who... Again, this is fucking... God, no dirt sheet style rumors, but <laughs> globally, um, apparently, I, wonder, I I don't have my like I'm not sure I'm not on the pulse of the industry right now. Like I'm not sure about the install base of the different consoles. I know sales wise, that wouldn't shock me. Looking at the game sales I've seen. For the indie space, it definitely feels like there's more indie games and more people who buy indie games on the PS4 versus the Xbox One. Though the main conversation in the indie space right now doesn't even isn't even about that. It's about how fast can we get on the Switch. Oh fuck yeah, that's that's always. I don't work with Devolver Digital anymore, but that was that took over when's Hotline Miami Free coming out quite <laughs> quite as the question I got asked all the time quite rapidly. When's it? When's whatever game coming out on the Switch? Uh, yeah, <laughs> soon I guess. So, my God, <laughs> if you're pitching to a publisher, you better have a goddamn line item in there about how, like, how much it'll cost to pit to yeah. put it on the Switch. Fuck yeah! So everyone wants, everyone wants it on the Switch now. Whatever it is, put it on the Switch. Why not put it on the Switch? It's the console I actually enjoy using. It's weird. Like, if you don't have exclusives on your console, what's almost i don't know like apart i guess i'm it's older thinking i guess because my head's just like what's even the point like why even put that machine out what are you getting out of that because don't consoles generally release at a loss that's always a thing i have in the back of my head where are you making your money like what what is the point of this machine if i can just play it anywhere else i don't have any information in my brain right now about like what is what microsoft is doing i have hope i like them a lot me too but yeah, Microsoft, I don't know. I, I, I like to, in the same way that you have your conspiracy theories, that is my conspiracy theory that uh, Microsoft will not do have a games, maybe just not have a games uh, division in time. Because who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I'm guessing. By the end of E3, I mean, they could have announced like 500 games. I could be like, fuck, the Xbox is back. Hey man, bold stance, get there. All right. These are our stances. These are the I think these are the stances of the day. Take them all. I believe Tencent slash Epic will take over the world, yep. and you believe that Microsoft will go down. Microsoft Games will. Uh, Microsoft Games, yes, MGS. You will. I mean, you will that's see not a, on PS4. <laughs> Who knows? You're not alone in thinking that. I will say. I mean, there's no. been whispers about spinning off MGS from Microsoft forever, right? Yeah, it's 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 not like I've pulled that out of the air. But yeah. it was it just really occurred to me lately. <laughs> like I said, I was playing God of War, was looking at all the Microsoft announcements coming out of their consumer facing uh show, and it was like, huh, I can see how these link. Like, so I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see in time. But 
Gwen, unless you have anything else to add. Nope, I think this is good. Thanks for chatting with me, Chris Slate. No problem at all. Thank you for chatting with me, Gwen Frey. Uh, we should be back on our regularly scheduled regularness now. So, uh, no promises. I mean, who fucking knows? Craziness <laughs> the world could is happen. Chaos. But we're back. So, stick around, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you this soon. This is the 18th time we've told people we're back. I know, right? But, you know, life happens. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slate, and you've been in the dialogue box.